And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Now this is the message the Lord is giving us for this year as well as for the new year. As we all know, we are the close of this year and we are about to enter into the new year. What the Lord wants to say to each one of us this night is, Sanctify yourselves this year. The remaining days that we have this year, sanctify yourselves. And 2013, the Lord will do wonders for you. This is a very definite promise from the Lord. We don't have to wait till the 1st of January because God has given us this promise for this 2013. The promise is the Lord will do wonders for you in the year 2013. God will do wonders for you in the year 2013. So whatever path we are going through, whatever um, miracle that we're expecting or whatever needs to happen in our lives, God will do it for us in the year 2013. The year 2013 is going to be a year of wonders. God is speaking to us as a prophecy to each one of us that the year 2013 is going to be a year of wonders. But if you want to inherit the wonders that the Lord has for you for the year 2013, you have to sanctify yourselves 2012. Whatever you have to do, do it now. If you have to fast and pray, fast and pray. If you don't have the health to fast and pray, pray. But the main thing the Lord wants to convey to us is sanctify yourself. What does sanctify mean? What do you mean by sanctify? Sanctify means to set apart. If something is being sanctified, that, that means it is being set apart for some use. So for example, if you're going to take something, we say that I'm going to use this for this purpose, that means that vessel is going to be used only for that purpose. And if we want to be a vessel in the hand of the Lord, we must be sanctified. If we say that I am a daughter of the living God, I'm a son of the living God, then we have to live a sanctified life. That means our lives have, has to be set apart. We cannot live like the world, walk like the world, and talk like the world, think like the world, and think that we are the children of the King of Kings. So, let's see 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. The Holy Spirit speaks to us through His Word. He says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Now we're going to see only the first part from this verse 15. The first part says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. How can you sanctify the Lord God in your hearts? That's what we're going to read. If you have the NIV translation, the New International Version translation, if you read chapter 3, verse 15, it reads like this. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. In your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Now let's think about that sentence for a minute. Is Christ your Lord in your heart? Is He your Lord? Is He the Lord over every room in your heart? Or is He someone you run and knock when you have a need? May the Holy Spirit speak to you. We need to sanctify our hearts. We need to sanctify our minds. We need to sanctify our bodies. We need to sanctify our speech. We need to sanctify our eyes. We need to sanctify the places we go to. So, how can we sanctify ourselves? How can we set ourselves apart? Let's read John chapter 17, verse 17. John chapter 17, verse 17. This is the prayer of Jesus. So it is very important. 
He says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Even though this is a prayer, there is a secret that is embedded in this prayer. If we need to be sanctified, the only way to be sanctified is by the truth of God. The truth of God can sanctify us. What is the truth? His word is the truth. So when we look at this, we know that His word has the power to sanctify you and me. So the word of God has the power to sanctify your mind. The word of God has the power to sanctify your desires. The word of God has the power to sanctify your eyes. The word of God has the power to sanctify your ears. Or if you say, oh, how can I even worship God with these hands? These hands are defiled. God's word has the power to even sanctify your hands. The word of God has the power to sanctify your spirit, soul, body and mind. Now, no wonder Satan does not want you to read the word of God. So either you feel it's boring to read the word of God. When you read the word of God, you feel very sleepy all of a sudden. Or when you are about to read the word of God, reading the word of God, somebody will call you. You'll get a phone call. Somebody will text you. All of a sudden you'll think, oh, I didn't do the laundry. Or all of a sudden you'll think, oh, I have to write my grocery list. When you have to read the word of God, that's when you'll think, oh, my uh, favorite tele uh, television show is coming. Or anything that you feel that is important will come between you and your time with God. That robs your blessing. So what happens is, God is not the loser. You and I are the losers. Remember, you are not doing a favor to the Lord by reading His Word and praying to Him. Because we read the Word of God, we are getting life. And that truth sanctifies you. And it says in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on Him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. Verse 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So the Lord says, you continue in His Word. Only then you can be His disciples. Not by just saying some sinner's prayer. And not just raising your hand at a particular altar call, and you say, Jesus, come into my heart. That doesn't mean that you are His disciple. Question is, are you continuing in the Word of God? But in order for you to continue in His Word, God's Word says, you need to know His Word. If you need to continue in His Word, then you need to know His Word. You have to know His Word and only then God's Word says His Word can set you free. It is the truth of God which is the Word of God that has the power to set a man or woman free. And we just saw in John chapter 17 verse 17 where the Lord says that His truth is the Word of God. So when we see in John chapter 8 where the Lord says in verses 31 and 32 that the truth has the power to set you and me free. That means His Word has the power to set you and me free. Truth, which is the Word of God, has the power to set you and me free. It has the power to sanctify. So we can just apply it like this. We have lots of pots in our house. And among that pot, I'm going to take one pot and I'm going to say, Okay, I'm going to take this pot and keep this pot. Especially, I'm going to set it aside so I can make a nice dish using this pot. So out of all these pots, we're taking one pot. That is what Jesus does to us. That is what His Word does to us. We are just entangled. Before His Word comes to us, we are entangled. We have one sin holding our arm, another sin holding our wrist, another sin holding our ears, some sin holding our eyes. But the Lord says, I'm going to take all of them out. And I'm going to take this vessel 
and I'm going to set it apart for my use. So when the Lord Jesus comes to separate us from all the things that are around us, what do we do? What do we do? Do we say, Lord, you can take that one, you can take this one, but this one, Lord, 10 years. I just want to keep reading this novel, Lord, this is a favorite book. Or do we say, Lord, I will give this up. I'm not watching this. This is not that bad. So I'm going to continue watching this television show, even though it has immorality in it. It's not really, really bad, like what the next door person is watching. Can that be a sanctified vessel? Can that vessel be a sanctified vessel? Ask yourself that question. Is my vessel a sanctified vessel before the Almighty God? We want all the blessings. We want to be happy. We want to be rich. We want to be famous. We want to have peace. We want to have a good family. We want to be healthy. We want to live long. If possible, never die. But what are we doing for that? If we really do not want to die, then we have to really learn how to live. If you really learn how to live, then you will never die. We will live eternally. So what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us this night is, sanctify the Lord in your heart. See, if the Lord says sanctify the Lord in your hands, that means our focus will only be hands. Oh, if the Lord says sanctify the Lord in your hands, you'll say, oh, I'm not going to touch this. I'm going to be careful with what I write. I'm going to be careful with what I eat. I'm going to be very careful with my hands. But the Lord did not say sanctify the Lord in your, with your hands. He said in your hearts. That means the Lord requires a total 100% devotion. He is asking you for your heart. If a husband can demand 100% devotion from his wife, and a wife can demand a 100% faithfulness and devotion from a husband, how much more the Lord God who made you and me. If you want the Lord to bless you 100%, commit yourself 100% to the Lord. If you want the Lord to do wonders for you in 2013, then sanctify the Lord in your heart this year. Two things you need to do. One is, as we read from John chapter 8, verse 31, we need to know the truth. We need to know the truth. If we need to know the truth, then we need to read the truth. If you buy a car and if you want to know about the car, then you got to read all about the car. You, you may know how to drive, but each car is different. Each make is different. So even if you know how to drive, you need to know about the car. You need to know the mechanism of the car. You need to know how to maintain the car. You need to know about the car, so you need to learn about the car. So if you want to be free, if you want to be set free, you need to know the truth. And that truth will set you free. And that truth will sanctify you. The secret is, the more you read God's word and obey, the more you will be sanctified. Those are the two things that we see in John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. 32 says you need to know the truth. 31 says you need to obey the truth. You have to obey the truth. And we also saw in 1 Peter 3.15 that you need to sanctify the Lord in your hearts. We're just going to read a couple of more verses from 1 Peter chapter 3 to see what God is actually speaking to us from here. Let's read from 14 onwards. We're just going to read four verses from there. We're going to read 14, 15, 16, and 17. But and if ye suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. Verse 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Verse 16, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Verse 17, for it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil doing. So what the Lord is saying, this is he's not talking here about some misunderstanding. 
He's, God is not talking about people not being able to understand you properly, and so they're talking bad about you. God over here, what he's talking is, when you do good, people on purpose turn the good into evil and speak evil of you. So even if you do good and people speak bad about you, the Lord says, rejoice and don't retaliate. So there is a special blessing to that. The Lord is showing like this, God is showing that this is one area where we need to be sanctified. We have lots of many areas where we need to be sanctified, but this is one area the Lord is showing. A lot of people get very easily offended when people talk bad about us. And we try to um, justify ourselves. In short, you know what the Lord is telling you this night? Don't pick up the phone and call your friend and say, look what they said and talk all bad about your enemy. And then hang up and then call the next friend. This is not going to do any good to you. There is no sanctification in this. If you want your vessel to be sanctified, don't retaliate. Expect when you do good that your good can be spoken as evil. So the Lord tonight is showing as an example what it means to be sanctified. Now sanctification is a big area and it's a very important area. So what we need to do is in the next few days sit in God's presence. Examine yourself before the Lord. What are the areas in your life that needs the working of the Lord? Look at your life and take the Bible and see what does God's word tell about what you're doing. Is my personal life a sanctified life? Is my family life a sanctified life? The work that I do, my job, am I doing it in a sanctified way? Am I a different person on Sunday and a different person during the week? Am I a different person at home and a different person outside? Or you may be fooling your spouse and being a different person outside. God watches everything. So sit in God's presence and examine yourself. We need an honest diagnosis of ourselves. We need to honestly examine ourselves and see what God wants to tell us. What is God speaking to us this night? God is speaking to us about sanctification. And His truth has the power to sanctify us. If you have lying in your life, God's word has all the remedy you need for that topic. If you have stealing in your life, God has everything you need in your word to cover that. If you have a lust in your life, God has the remedy, the solution, whatever you need to deal with that problem. If you are a person who is constantly backbiting, God's word has what you need to help you. If you have a habit of complaining all the time, God's word has something for that too. If you are a dishonest person and we are dishonest in everything, God's word has something for that too. If you are lazy, God's word has something for that too. So, God's word has a remedy for everything. That's why Jesus says, Father, sanctify them with your truth. Your word is truth. Your word has the power to sanctify. When you read God's word and see what God says about a particular sin, that convicts you. God's word shows how God sees that sin. God's word also shows that he has the power to deliver you from that sin. So, unless you read it, you will not be set free. So the Lord speaks to us this night. He tells you, know the truth, and the truth can set you free. Sanctify the Lord in your hearts. Sanctify the Lord in your hearts. Sanctify Him with your truth, with the truth of God. Sanctify your hearts with the truth of God. The Lord will do wonders for you in the year 2013.
I just want to mention one passage before we close. First uh, Samuel chapter 2. We're going to just see two verses in that. And that chapter talks about the boy Samuel. It talks about Eli. It talks about Eli's sons. We see how Eli's sons despised the sacrifices of the Lord. And how they were presumptuous in dealing with the things of God. Let's read verse 17 and verse 18. Wherefore the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. Verse 18. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. And let's read verse 21, the last uh, part of verse 21. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Let's read verse 18 again. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, girded with a linen ephod. And the last portion of verse 21, and the child Samuel grew before the Lord. We see two things over here. Samuel ministering before the Lord, and Samuel growing before the Lord. These two things are happening right before the Lord. Samuel, verse 26, let's see 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 26 also. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Now he grew before the Lord. How did he grow? Verse 26 says, He grew with favor both with the Lord and also with men. Now at home you can read 1 Samuel chapter 2 by yourself. But what God wants to focus is when the circumstance was not suitable for Samuel to grow in a godly way. You know how Samuel grew? He grew before the Lord pleasing God, received favor from the Lord. You see two sets of people right there. We see the sons of Eli who were the sons of the priests and who are also priests doing abomination before the Lord. So we live in a day and age where we see wickedness all around. We turn the computer on, you have wickedness. You turn the television on, you have wickedness. You go outside, you see wickedness. So the excuse that most people can say is, oh, this is not like before. It was easier for people who lived before. Now it's much harder, so that's why I'm sinning. God understands that. God really understands that. God knows if Samuel can live in that situation. Now Samuel was not somewhere outside that city. Samuel was not even living in another house. This is where Hannah came and left that baby Samuel. Now I don't know if I would leave my child in a house like that. You know what? She made a promise to the Lord and God was faithful. And that child was faithful to the Lord. It is never one way. It's never like, oh, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. I'm unfaithful. But he's faithful to us and we have to be faithful to him. The reason why Eli and his sons were destroyed was because they were unfaithful to the Lord. God was faithful to them. They were unfaithful to the Lord. And they were wicked. But you know what? Even in that circumstances, Samuel grew before the Lord. Now, can you and I grow like Samuel in a circumstance where we live, that's a question. If Samuel can grow before the Lord, we can. And God favored him. If you want God to favor you, if you want God to bless you in the year 2013, then we have to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. We have to be faithful to the Lord. We have to be honest before the Lord. We're going to close with this verse. Revelation 22 verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. So, no one can say, I'm holy already, 
I don't need to be sanctified more. I have nothing uh, tomorrow, day after tomorrow, and the day after to sit in God's presence to examine myself. I'm not watching this, I'm not watching that, I'm not speaking this, I'm not doing that. If that's what you're saying, then the Lord says, if you're holy, be more holy. That means there's room for more holiness. That means you have more work in your life to be done. We may think that we are holy, we need to be holy, but as we grow closer to the Lord, as we read more of His Word, His truth will sanctify us. He will keep us moving from one level of sanctification to the next level. God will move us from one level of holiness to the next. He who is holy, let him be holy still. So may the Lord speak to you. Tomorrow, day after tomorrow, and the day after, spend time in the presence of the Lord. Let not Satan rob you of that time. Let not the busyness of celebration of the new year rob you of your blessing that God has for you for 2013. Once again, I would say, if you need to fast and pray, fast and pray. If you are particular about God to bless you for the year 2013, show God that you are serious about it. Now, this message is not for somebody who says, okay, I just need a normal 2013, an ordinary 2013, nothing substantial. I'm not wanting to see wonders. If you don't want wonders... Then this message is not for you. But if you are looking for God to bless you in a substantial way in the year 2013, then this message is for you. Well, God has done wonderful things for us during 2012. But God says he will do wonders for you in 2013. So having wonderful things is one thing, but seeing wonders is a totally different thing. This is a prophetic message that the Lord is giving for us for the year 2013. If you take it seriously to heart, you will see wonders in your life. Mean business with God and He will mean business with you. Sanctify the Lord and He will do wonders for you tomorrow, 2013. Sanctify the Lord in your heart. Sanctify yourselves. Sanctify your heart. Sit down and think in God's presence. What do I need to do to change? Don't simply sit in front um, with a notebook and pen and just think for yourself saying okay I'm not bad over here I was okay this year this was not that bad don't self-evaluate yourself like that we'll be deceiving ourselves but if you really want for the Lord to sanctify you and you want to be sanctified by the Word of God that means you have to take the Bible sit in God's presence the next few days and ask the Lord Jesus examine me Jesus sanctify me. Jesus, show me what I should do. Jesus, show me what I need to change in my life. What needs to go out? What needs to come in? Lord, show me. May the Lord do wonders for you in the year 2013. As you sanctify yourself, God will do wonders for you. It will be a year of wonders. That is a guarantee from the Almighty God. That is the promise the Lord has given for us, for our ministry, for each one of you. It is a year of wonders. Sanctify yourselves and tomorrow you will see wonders. We'll pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Thank you for speaking to us, Father. Lord, you cannot speak even more clearer than this, Lord. You spoke so clear to us this night. We ask you, Holy Spirit, may your people hold on to the word of God. May they hold on to the word of God and live, O God. Lord, may they live, O God. Lord, many of them, they do not even know that they are dying daily. Jesus, may they live, O God. Father, we pray, open their eyes, Lord, to your truth. May your truth set them free, O Father. May your truth set them free, O Lord. May they become men and women of your word, O Lord. May your word sanctify them, O God. Lord, may they devote their time to your word, O Father. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll bless our people, Lord. Bless us, O God. Lord, may we truly have a year of wonders, O Lord, in the year 2013. May we not lose, Lord Father, your wonder-working hand in the year 2013 because of our disobedience. Father, may they inherit, Lord Father, inherit everything that you have for them, Lord, in the year 2013. Thank you for doing it, Lord. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. Praise you, Heavenly Father, for feeding us from heaven. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. May this word that we heard this night ring in our hearts and in our ears, O oh Lord, throughout the rest of these days, O oh Lord, throughout the rest of this month, O oh Father. O oh Lord, throughout the rest of this, Lord, Father, O oh Father, Lord, night, O oh Lord. Lord, add into the coming year. May we, Lord, have sanctified hearts, O oh Lord. May we have sanctified eyes, O Lord. May we have sanctified ears, O Lord. May we have sanctified minds, O Lord. May we have sanctified hands and feet, O God. May we have sanctified, Lord, severe soul, body, and mind, O Jesus. We have, ask you, hallelujah. Ask you, Holy Father. We ask you, Holy Father. We ask you, Holy Father. May your Holy Spirit, O Father, sanctify us, Lord Jesus, by your truth, O Lord. We thank you. Lord, may we give importance to your truth. May we give priority to your word, O Father. Lord, may your holy word be number one in our lives so that we may be sanctified daily, O Jesus. We thank you. Lord, may we grow from holiness to holiness, sanctification to sanctification. Become like Jesus. Lord, may we inherit the wonders that you have for us in the coming year, O Father. Thank you, Lord, for the promise that you've given us for this new year. And we praise you. Thank you, Lord, for this year. Coming year is going to be a year of wonders, O God. A year of wonders, O oh God. A year of wonders, O oh God. We praise you. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for giving us this promise ahead of time. Oh, this year is going to be a year of wonders, O oh Jesus. We praise you. A year of wonders, O oh Jesus. We praise you. Lord, we're going to see substantial miracles this year, Lord. Substantial miracles, O oh Lord, in 2013, O oh God. We praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Holy Father. Oh, we praise you, Father. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Praise you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Thank you for doing it. We thank you for doing it. Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands. One more time, Father. Together with hearts united in your presence. We say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for every blessing that came from above. From the throne of grace. From the hand of our living God. Throughout each and every day of this year, O Lord. For your protection, for your guidance, for your health, O Lord. Oh, for your loving words, for your comfort, O Lord. For your correction, O oh God. For rescuing us from the pit, O oh God. Oh, for having us seated together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, O oh Father. We thank you. Lord, help no one, Lord, to forfeit like Esau. To forfeit the calling that you have given. Oh, to forfeit, Lord, the place that you have given. Lord, to forfeit, Lord, the blessing that you have given like Esau. Oh, for a morsel of bread. Holy Spirit, we ask you. Holy Spirit, we ask you. Holy Spirit, we ask you. Oh, Father, speak to the people, O oh God. May your word penetrate in their hearts, O oh Lord. We thank you. May your people grow from glory to glory, faith to faith. Oh, till we see you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're the God of wonders. You're the God of wonders. You're the God.